Today's show is sponsored by Fresh Rose Clothing. Get yours today at freshrose.co. Now tune to the other side with BOK Sports 9 Welcome back. You're now tuned into the other side, the other side of sports with BOK Sports 980. Yeah. Your host Laws. We in the building. Yeah. Got Jeff. Yeah. Got D. Yeah. Got Aaron. Yeah. And we on here getting ready for this inauguration. No! Y'all going downtown? No. Nah, Bob. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna rock with who gonna be performing at this jump? Will it be anybody we know? Yeah. Or they gonna be like, bring back Nelly. Nelly gonna be doing country grammar <laughs> down that jump <laughs> and doing throwback jumps cause he need a check. That's right, you already know. <laughs> He was on uh, Undisputed today, and I caught like a tad bit of that speaking to him. <laughs> I just can't see. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure a rapper artist would probably turn this joint down, but I just can't see no Chance the Rapper or nah. like Pusha T. You know what I'm saying? Anybody really of that caliber. Uh, they not looking for them, though. You know that. Yeah. Nah, but you know how. You know how when they try. <laughs> But you know how they do though. When it's when it's time to like, they try to get the notable dude. Like, who's the most notable? You know what I'm saying? Because I I'm thinking like, if you if you somebody, you don't even need that check. If you somebody for real, you know what I'm saying. But if you ain't had a hit in ten years, you little John and the East Side Boys or somebody like that, then you might need that check. So it's like, yeah, they are not calling any of the people you named. <laughs> you tripping? Nah, not not even. It's not even a thought remote. No thought. interest. Whatsoever in any of those names. So, so what's up? What's up with uh these these Steve Harvey met, met with uh Trump? Uh, uh, we know Ray Lewis. He's an idiot. Um, and all Ray these people. Met with, yeah, Ray Coon. I mean, is there any validity to it? I mean, how y'all feel about the jump? I can't really decide one way or another how I feel about it because I just don't trust Trump. So I'm like, would um have have uh. Have any of y'all heard what they said they talked about or they haven't really, they didn't. So, so Steve Harvey gave the most insight to like what, what they were talking about, just basically how to like, you know, bridge the gap and like imp- imp- and improve, you know, the lower developed communities and, you know, around America. I, I don't know exactly what cities he was, what you know, focused on, but he just, you know, basically Steve Harvey was just saying, you know, he was just trying to go in with an open mind and give him a chance and really hear what he had to say. And he seems like a, a genuine dude who really wants to, like, try to make a difference, you know, African-Americans. So I, I don't know, bro. I don't Let me know. ask you this. Why every time Donald Trump has an interaction with a black person, it's a reference to underdeveloped, quote unquote, urban neighborhoods. and Like every black person in America does not live in the projects. Every black person in America is not deprived of education and common sense. It, it pisses me off that every time he has any public interaction with any black person of any notoriety that I've seen, it's always about 
underprivileged brother. It's ridiculous. It's obvious what's being done out here. It's on a nightly basis. I hope the world can see now what's really going on out here because it's getting ridiculous. And I feel like this is a way to sidestep a lot of the other issues that are going on that face blacks that don't fall on um, the lack of income and lack of education. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I say that D.L. Hughley's been very vocal yeah. uh, of his disliking of, of Trump's selection of people who he had to come visit him. And he's just basically said that, you know, if Trump really was about helping black people, then he would have uh, first acknowledged his his wrong and how he did Obama and then point to Obama as someone that black, you know, black should aspire to. And the fact that he hasn't done that or he, you know, basically just continue, you know, continue his disrespect and never really turned away from that, that, you know, those statements and stuff that he's been doing to try to bring Barack down that, you know, that's clearly like he's being disingenuous if he's getting athletes and, and comedians and stuff to talk about it. So, yeah, so I, I tend to, I tend to agree with that. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, I, I I agree with that too. I mean, um, like you said, like it would seem like that would be the least he could do. I mean, he's already been uh, elected, so like you you would think the least you could do would be to go back and you know apologize about you know some of the statements. Obviously, not uh not just the blacks, but all the other you know minority groups. But like to not like apologize for none of that i mean it just doesn't like you said it doesn't really uh, you can't really trust uh trump and then to go after all celebrities versus like you know people uh you, does he you know, know though huh? who else does he know who else does donald trump know that's black and successful other i mean than but, he, and, but and, that is but it's not a matter of who he knows i mean he could easily get access to people um that are dealing with that stuff on a day-to-day basis who are more informed than than these celebrities i'm not saying all of the celebrities don't don't know uh certain things about what's going on but yeah i mean a lot of them don't and so why are they the ones that are always um you know look to to speak on stuff when they don't even really know what's going on because they're like you know that's they're above that like most of them don't uh you know know the issues or involve themselves um, with with what's going on and um, those type of the underdeveloped, like you said, communities, or even though as you mentioned, that's not all black people. But my thing is, why do you, why do you get celebrities? You know what I mean? You already know. Like you could, like you say, even if he doesn't know them directly, he can have one of his people reach out to anyone. I, I feel like his entire administration feels like all black people live under rocks in the project. Yeah. Like they don't, I'm being serious. Like he yeah. believes every time he's had an opportunity to speak about anything dealing with the blacks, it has to do with some type of project lifestyle. He does not believe that there are educated, smart black people out here, like thriving in the United States that haven't gotten there through either telling jokes, singing, dancing, or throwing a Cannot football. Cannot win with him. Well, yeah, I mean, maybe that. Well, maybe that's that's the problem then. Like you said, why he not speaking to? Um, those people coming from that that background, uh, because like you said, he 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 uh, he doesn't he doesn't think they exist. So all he knows is like you said, the celebrity. Right. Yeah, because I, I I just if you try to build a build a house, young you get you get somebody who builds houses. You don't get a Bama who <laughs> over here building cars and bikes. Just right. don't do it. And, I mean, there's enough intelligent uh, PhD accredited blacks. You know what I'm saying? 
you know, Michael Eric Dyson, Boyce Watkins. There's enough people who could really, really push the conversation about helping communities if, if that was really the goal. That's just my, my yeah, personal. Exactly. He's not he talking took, to any of them. <laughs> he took nah. the brain surgeon and made him hit a hug. What? Instead of the attorney general. It's just like stuff like that lets you know the way his mind works. Yeah, it doesn't make it because it's, 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 it's at the end of the day, it's really about him trying to set it up. So, like, he gets his friends more money and he gets his family more money. Exactly. I mean, that's right. You already know the fact Nothing that the, the, the ethics, the head of the ethics already told you that, you know what I mean? He would be in violation of the Constitution day one. Like yeah. he won't, you know, he doesn't have the company set up in a blind trust. He won't disclose information financially and stuff. So, I mean, he's just doing what he wants to and, and he. He's basically um, going to try to lean on that because, you know, the Republicans, are, they control, you know, the House, both both houses and Senate or whatever. So, damn, son, come on. Oh, I mean, that's that's it's clear what's going on. It's, it's, it's clear. Funny business. That's what's going on. Funny business. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of funny business. Yeah. Did y'all hear American dog? This Biden got a leak. A sex tape leaked on the Bama a week after he got married? No! No! He's been married since like 2013. Really? Yeah. But you know what's funny though about the about the whole sex tape thing? <laughs> they said the Bama was on Skype pleasure himself. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? So. <laughs> that's not a sex tape. <laughs> that's a me thing. That's a, that's a baby thing. Stop, Yo, stop. This man was on that joint. <laughs> with his wife? Come on, dog. No, he was he was uh he was uh Skyping with some model Got uh, chick. That's amazing. Oh, this guy was dang learn yet. This Batman is not a little. He ain't in college in the dorm room with nobody. No, this is a big con, dog. You get slumped on TV by professional boxers. You out here with your boxers down. Damn, son. Yeah, Come on. That, that, that. To me, it's just fun. The thing is, though, supposedly this is he's had a a, a line of women that he's had issues with like he was you know what I'm saying cheating on with with it you know when he was since he's been married and his wife oh, this is MO this is kind of like what he does in a sense <laughs> I mean you in that limelight I mean yeah he, would, he wouldn't be the first no that's life. what I'm saying yeah I mean no, that explains a lot this explains why he keep getting knocked out yeah cause this bad we got his mind in all these other places yeah but the, that, that what was yeah, it was funny. Is that, that it was? I thought it was like an actual tape of him. You know, yeah, that's why it weird sound. This bad boy yeah. named Jack Johnson. He's an idiot. Don't listen to this. He's Come on, an idiot. man. <laughs> What's wrong with this dude, man? <laughs> Can't much. be like that. Yeah, and then, and speaking of fighting, Dana White on here trying to convince Floyd Mayweather to fight Conor McGregor. That ain't happening. That's not happening. Not for no twenty five mil. Yeah, like to me, like, like I don't know. Like he was like, now that's a real offer. I was like, is this by mistake? Come on, you know how business works. You just got, you just got breaded when that, when the whole UFC deal went down. So like to sit up here and say, like you know what Floyd credentials is? Three hundred mil off the last fight. You talking about twenty five? That's a real. And Conor McGregor's never made more than three million in any UFC jump. And that was like, in one night, bro. Yeah, one night, yeah. it made. And I, th- what I think what the issue is with Dana White is the way Floyd is big boy and 
uh, McGregor, it's kind of making Dana White look like baby with cash money artists the way he don't pay him. Because it's like, you haven't had nothing but peanuts your whole career. You want to fight me? I'll give you double whatever they paying you for your biggest fight. And then we'll talk about everything after that. So Dana White kind of feels like it's making him look bad. That's what it's really doing. Exactly. Yeah, dog. Because Dana White over that jump running a slave labor camp over that jump, a concentration camp with his fighters, giving them Bama 8,000. Them no. Bama, it's Uber drivers out here making what, what they fighters make, though. I can't even. It's, it's real talk. Oh, I'm trying to tell you, the Bama yeah. is... That's crazy. Like, yeah, I, when I was like, I mean, I just thought it kind of was a no-brainer that he would have made more than that. I mean, because he clearly, obviously, could. So, like you said, they just they just not paying him. So, it'll be interesting because McGregor was doing all that faking, you know what I'm saying, saying he wanted peace and all that. We know that's not happening. Yeah, but not maybe happening. But get a salary bump up, but, I mean, yeah, they, they ain't not happening. over that. Then, why is Dana trying to represent him in a boxing match? Not UFC, but boxing. It's like he got a 360 deal or something. Like, this <laughs> yeah, has nothing to do with you. Let Conor negotiate his own money. You stay out of it. Mm-hmm. And they would clearly make a lot more money dealing with Floyd alone than clearly he's going to make dealing with uh, right. Dana White. But, but Conor don't money. know that, though. Mm-hmm. He ain't hip. I don't, I don't know who these Bams got in their camp. Because... If Dana White was smart, he wouldn't have went on like Facebook Live or Twitter or whatever. We're going to talk about Facebook Live because that joint is ruining lives all over America. What? But uh, the, uh, he he should have just went back door and hit a floor and be like, look, man, we about to make like 100, 200 mil. How about I give you 80? Then, you know what I'm saying? Then we just, I keep the rest and I split it with, I get Connor 10. You know what I'm saying? And just back door to jump like he do everything else because... Yeah. Putting it out on Front Street when everybody know Floyd money is long, you just not gonna win that. Can't do it. You're not gonna win, dog. Just not gonna win. Uh, speaking of not not winning, did y'all see that mud hole that the Cavaliers got last night? Yeah. 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 I, I didn't see the game. That's mud hole these Bamas, young. I mean, like from the gate. Yeah. It, it, this game was in Golden State so you know there was a little like off the last fluke jump that happened because there was mud holding them in the last jump and then they just right. took their foot off the gas right. and then they came back I, and so in this game you could just tell they came in a mentality like we about to show these Bamas they not on our level and they mud hold them you know, from the gate 30 point win uh, does it mean anything or was it just a one off I mean I don't think it, it means anything um, you know per se but I mean, it's just like you said, uh, they, they definitely wanted to come send a clear message because um, they, they were up 14 um, in the fourth quarter on Christmas Day and they blew that lead. And I think, yeah. as you can see sometimes, like kind of like when Miami was together that first year, like uh, they were trying to work out who would take the last shot and they don't play a lot of close games. So that's something that, you know, that's been giving them issues. But other than that, you know, um, they've been kind of doing their thing. And so they wanted to come out and, definitely send uh, Cleveland a message but in terms of it like I said meaning anything nah because uh, I think the Cavs were on a four game winning streak um, against uh, Golden State before that win but prior to that Golden State was on a seven game winning streak before the Cavs came back so I mean it's it's obviously the only rivalry in the NBA going and we can expect to see them again in the finals so yeah they put on them Gore-Tex, the Gore-Tex Nike jumps last night, though. 
Yeah. Oh, no. They, yeah. they, they stomped them out. They were um, playing no games. I actually think it does mean something. I actually think it was a message to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Like, y'all can't mess with us for real. Like, y'all need to know y'all not on our level. And you retooling with Kyle Corbett ain't enough. And I, I just think that it just sent a message to them, at least to some degree. Like, I don't, y'all can fake on us if y'all want to, but we real. And I think the, I think the Cavaliers know and if they they they're just wishing and hoping that somebody yeah. knocks them off before they get to the finals because they know it, they're, it's going to be a lot to play against that 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 triple threat that Golden State has, you know, or quadruple threat with Draymond Green. So yeah, I think it does mean something. Yeah. I mean, to me, before the All Star break, I mean that's the problem with the NBA. The games don't really have the same the same meaning or impact. Mm. Until, in my opinion, at least at least until after when everybody's like chasing for playoff seeds and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean they showed that yeah we can mud hole y'all, but that's how it was in the playoffs. Remember last year how the playoffs were like that? Everybody was mud holding everybody like at home. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah, that was mainly, that was mostly in the East though. The, the yeah, week. it was, but it was just crazy how yeah. I was just like, are you serious? Does anybody play well away? I, so I don't know how much how much weight that really bears, especially this early in the season. On top of that. Yeah, the All Star game coming up. Zaza Pachulia about to get in the All Star game. Like, Come on, really? man! I'm not like, really? Aaron, what, what, you, what you think, man? You think it means something? I don't think any regular season NBA game means anything. See, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I can dig it. I can dig it. That's why. I, that's why I'm confused. Like Harold Jai throwing me off, saying he thinks <laughs> no, it means something, though. It's too early. It's 82. No, games. this is the thing. This is the thing. I'm gonna tell you what it means. Like in sports. It might not mean stuff in the grand scheme of things. Like, I'm talking about, like, as far as their record is, is concerned and stuff. But I'm talking about psyche. I'm talking about when the Batmans come out and they, you can tell, like, they determine that they're going to mudhole you and then they do it. It messes your psyche up. Like, in the back of their heads, they left their game yesterday. Despite it being a regular season game, they can lie to themselves all they want and say, oh, well, I mean, we wasn't playing hard, whatever. It don't matter. They mud hold y'all by 30. And that means something in the NBA basketball game. You get mud hold by 30 in the, that's like 50 in get mud hold by like 50 in college. You know what I'm saying? So to me, it always means something when you get mud hold. Thank you guys who tune in to the BLK Sports 980 podcast, representing the DMV. Right quick, just want to encourage you to please subscribe to our channel on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. Make sure you also follow us at BOK Sports 980 on IG, Twitter, and Facebook. You can even email us your thoughts, show topics, and more at BLKSports980 at gmail.com. Last but not least, let's spread this word. Now back to our show. I mean, I hear you. I don't think, I mean, I thought Golden State would win it anyway, but like, I don't think it mean nothing. I mean, like I said, they and they the defending champs. And they came back from 3-1 down right. versus 73-win right. team. You know. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I, like I said, I think you put in far too much into it. What you need, uh, to, maybe. you need to ask, though, is about your boy, like, flopping crazy, young. Like, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like this time, my like, bomb is going to be so... Down with him! 
much, dog. Rick like, <laughs> got that Rick Flair fly. Like, I, I never really had a problem with Braun, but I'm just over this Bama, dog. Kobe and them, they would never do no like the type of nah. crying girl stuff he be doing, dog. Nah, like, Kobe cried, would. but he ain't flopped, dog. Nah, like that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But come on, like, do you yeah. see that, Joe, son? Yeah, like yeah. this Bama act like he just got like caught with the blind side or something. Like this is ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. Laying on the uh, floor with his uh, that, uh, his uh, face all in his arm, like you know what I'm saying? Like, come get out! Did of you hear what he said after that though? What did he, what he say? Grandma Blatley lied in the press and was like, "Yeah, I think his shoulder came across my face." His shoulder <laughs> never touched his face. That's right. Yo, his shoulder bumped his shoulder, dog. Come on, D. That's what I'm saying, dog. Kobe ain't have all these antics. Them Bama's from oh. like our younger generation. They ain't, they they wasn't doing all this stuff, dog. Bron been the best player in the league for years. Like, why do you need to be doing all this stuff, dog? Like, yeah, no. Yeah, I agree. No, Kobe never flopped. He never flopped. He complained a lot, but he never flopped, though. I mean, every superstar complains, but he wasn't one to get tapped and then flop on the ground like somebody shot him from the rafters. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Yeah, that about... (laughs) That about had to the program, John, when the battle shot him on the field. Yeah, yeah he's done, though. I I can't stand that part of LeBron's game, young. I just can't stand it. Uh, Wizards turning the corner, young. Look like John Wall <laughs> might might make the uh, All Star game this year. Uh, Bradley Bill was cooking last night. Yeah, did you see, see how? Did you see how John Wall made a minu fall, no! y'all? Got him. Oh, over to the front, touch your toes, dog. This Bama. You see how he hit him? Dog, I didn't even know John Wall's handles was that nice. Yeah? I didn't either, yeah. I did I was shocked. His hand, his pad is nice. Nicer than what his I thought. Yeah. yeah, that pad. I, I was like, oh, young Wiz. I ain't put me in the all-star game joint right there. Because that wasn't yeah. even like an NBA move. Like that was unnecessary. He didn't have to do all the <laughs> that, was, that was the joke when he brought it back like, ah, come here. Ah, ah. <laughs> Dang, young Aminu, dog. That guy, I'm going to kiss the floor like he won the championship. I was like, oh, young, get up. <laughs> then Bradley Bill, he binked McCullough. McCullough's Got knees, young. Did the, did the shake, wobble, and roll. Over. This guy was like, ah, I thought his knee toys ACL, yeah. I need him then and I don't need him now. Just off a of, just off a of quick bing bing jump. Bing bing. We ain't got no D, big fella. Your D is on E, M D, you know, big fella. That, like you see, we don't really get to see a lot of that in World Game because a lot of times, like you know, when he get into the cup, it's in like transition. Like he really like like out the half court, and right. he, and he don't got that jumper like that too, which I think would show more the ability of the handles because. Cause not only do you know, like if you think about like Kyrie or Steph, they use it for the shot and to get to the cup. So for Wall, like because of that lack lack there or that, like I think we it's few and far in between that you actually get to see him showcase that. Yeah, time. yeah. I, I I was just in shock though, cause I didn't know the Bama's handles was was like that. <laughs> you know, I always thought his hands were suspect, but as soon as you make a Bama fall, your attribute points go up, young. His <laughs> handles on 95 now, young. I just got to get to him. You made a Bama fall. I mean, uh, and the Wiz are fifth seed right now in the Eastern Conference. But it doesn't mean much because it's still early in the season. But, but I mean, they're 21, 21 and 19. Uh, we're going to finish fourth. That's what I believe. I mean, now. So? Yeah, but whether oh, whether now whether we need to finish that high, like that's a, a different. I guess. 
Huh? Ernie gonna get Ernie gonna get yeah, a four year extension. That's a different. <laughs> <set. laughs> don't get started. We're not gonna start the Ernie talk today. No, yeah, that's what don't I said. start. Yeah, we're not gonna start the Ernie. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but in this week East, I think we could get his eyes. We gonna finish that fourth, dog. But this is how yeah. the backcourt should have been playing. Like that, that's right. the part that irritates me about the Wizards. Like this is right. how Bill and Wall should have been playing. And remember when you they came it? out and said that they believed they like they was the best or whatever? Yes. Like, yeah, and like Bama's you said, laughed at them, you know? Yeah. I mean, so they're finally they getting Does this mean they're getting along? Bro, what are you talking about, man? I, mean, I, I always thought so. they were. Women always cares things, too. Plus, mm-hmm. Otto Porter, man, his three-pointer is... Damn, that John White is a mug, yo. Yeah, that John cash money. Yes, it is. Yeah, John Cash Money nine nine two thousand. Young, I'm trying yeah, to tell you, young, uh, young Ubre <laughs> off the bench, like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Ubre is nice, young. I, yeah, I, I gotta get Scotty Brooks his props though, because I I've seen, us, huh? I seen, I mean, I, I'm not <laughs> saying the Batman Phil Jackson. Calm down, he ain't Phil Jackson. I'm just saying, no more, I get, though, I, mean. I just give him his props because I give him his props because he was able to take some of the young talent on our team and develop it. But they are who we thought they were. Like. We would have never seen this out of Ubre with uh with Whitman. Randy Whitman, dog. We'd have never seen this, yo. He would have stifled him. Like I felt like Randy Whitman like had his young players playing like they playing up uh St. John somewhere. Like they, they had no freedom to like play. Like at least Scotty Brooks, it seems like they not they not afraid to take shots and be aggressive and you know what I'm saying, actually play basketball to their right. skill set. You know, do what they, they're able to do. Mm. So I I, I I like that part, but I still at the end of the day forty one and forty one. That's just that's just my own opinion. I don't care about the development. They're gonna be five hundred when it's all said and done. If they are above five hundred, I will go on in, on my chats and apologize to everybody. Um, basketball aside, this weekend was some good games in the NFL. Yeah, these were some good games. The Dallas Cowboys. Whereas the Green Bay Packers game was a, that jump was a phenomenal game. And after that game, I came back with the conclusion that Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback we've seen in our lifetime, though. Uh, I don't. Are you being a prisoner in the moment right now? Yeah. Aaron, hey, the Batman was making passes. Can't no other quarterback in the league do. Can't do it. Period. No other quarterback in the league can make the passes he was making in this game, and 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 don't get it twisted. Like he, it, this was his moment to shine, and he was he he rose to the occasion or whatever. But let's just be frank, dog. This Bama was throwing that jump with pinpoint accuracy all day long, all day long, young. And that you know, and that, that pass at the end was amazing. Yeah, the pass the catch was he, amazing. Like they always said, I, I have to look up the stats, but he's always really accurate outside the pocket. I can't think of another quarterback outside the pocket as accurate as him as throwing the ball on the run. But inside the pocket, he is nowhere near as accurate. Not to say he's terrible either, but I don't know what it is. When he's on the move, he can just throw the ball. Like when that last pass he threw, he was running in the opposite direction. But D. That pass against y'all when he was back there nine seconds when he couldn't escape that was from the pocket he delivered he threw that man open no like, no, he I, be, no I'm not I'm not saying he can't throw from the pocket but what I'm saying is they're, they're, I'm I'm look at the stats but there's stats that show that from the pocket he's not he's not as accurate as he is on the run like he prefers what to get moving 
Like people say, oh, you know, typically you want to get a quarterback off his spot, but not Aaron Rodgers because getting him off his spot, then it just comes like this improvisation with the him and the wide receivers, and they got like this this like prof- Professor X type of like connection where these guys know where to be when as soon as he starts to break that pocket and they just get open. It's ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. And it's hard to stop them. I mean, Dallas could not stop their offense in that first half. Second half, Dallas defense came to play a little bit better, but he's just a better, he's just a phenomenal quarterback out that pocket. I mean, if you look at all those passes he made that were like towards the sideline, a lot of those were outside that pocket all the time, man. He, I ain't gonna lie, I gave him his props for it. He's playing hot. And I'm just glad what he did. I mean, I went from hating him to to loving him in in, in a matter of a week. So, you know, (laughs) I just... (laughs) Speaking of quarterbacks, let's talk about the other quarterback on the other team. And it's not Dak Prescott. It's Tony Romo on the sideline, pouting like a little girl and and, and really rooting for his team to lose. Yeah. If a black quarterback ever did that, if RG3 did that, could you imagine the back? I have not heard one word answers. about this. Relax. You ain't got the answers. Bro, I'm asking you you a ain't question. been doing the education. Bro, you the, ain't the, been the, doing the education. Kanye. You know what? That's funny because remember when they um they went down, they scored a touchdown, and then Dak, they got the two point when he ran it, like did, did the QB draw, and and uh they tied the game up. And then they showed Tony Romo. He didn't, he wasn't even cheering. He was just at all. At all. Was, the band was pouting on the sideline like, like a little kid. I'm like, your team was down by like three scores. You know what I'm saying? They came back and tied the game up. And you're just regular. Like that showed me right there that, you know. You, it showed you everything you need to see. If I'm a GM and they talking about, that's a, I, can, I don't blame Denver now. They was like, yeah, Tony Romo said before the game, he wanted to, he, you know, if he had a choice to go anywhere, it would be Denver. Okay, first of all, that's coming out before the game. Like, come on, dog. And then... Ridiculous. And then, ridiculous. and then you know, Denver's like, we ain't looking at Tony Romo. And if they were looking at Tony Romo, then his actions in that game made them not look at Tony Romo because that Jonas is unacceptable. Wow. I, That's not going to be true. You know, yeah, you know, it don't work like that. Hurt. No, you it's some, it's some, it's not you're right. Like you're right. For Protection for the complexion, but still, it's dog. This is unacceptable. The fact that he was on the sideline, not even cheering his team, not even like at least you don't see a bam on the sideline with the little clap, like like yeah, yeah good work, good work. It looked like little stuff. That ain't even have Sanchez yeah. was doing that today. I hope the world can see now what's really going on out here because it's getting ridiculous. But Tony Romo's over there pouting, and the part that makes it worse is when it looks like he was gonna have a chance to play because the Cowboys went down. What was it, twenty-one to three? Right. Then you saw like a little smirk on his face, and he looked like it was some life in. And then as soon as that <laughs> stopped, as soon as that got that touchdown, the first touchdown at the second half. I mean, in the first half, yeah. you could see all of a sudden his demeanor. It just like he started sulking again. Like, damn, I guess I'm not going to. Right, the boy did not shrink. He didn't shrink in the moment like he thought he would. He didn't. He he, he stood in there. It, the offense finally got they they did the right thing. They started throwing the ball to Dez. They had this young kid all on. He was getting dogged all game. But if they said Tony Romo's real name, he probably wouldn't get the same accolades. Exactly. If his name exactly. was Antonio Romero, Romero, the boy, the jokers would have been like, ah, <laughs> look at that, look at this face. <laughs> That's right. You already know. The joker was just, clearly blown. They would have they would have crucified. Dog, if he was of a darker hue, they would have <laughs> crucified this by my dog. Young, can you imagine? I remember games 
when Kirk Cousins was in and RG3 was on the sideline, RG3 wasn't even dressed to play, meaning this Batman had on a suit and tie and was sitting on the sideline <laughs> and they was paying it to this Batman face every Every after every commercial break, they was on RG3 face to just to see his expressions and how he would be handling like Kirk Cousins' success or or failures or or whatever was going on in the course of the game. I'm like, the Batman, why are you got the you know what I'm saying on him? He ain't even dressed to play. This Batman in an unarmed sweatsuit, just chilling on the sideline. Like, what does it matter what his face was expressing? He can't even play. Now here you got Tony Romo before the game, this Batman warming up, throwing passes, got the Batman with the first team. With the ones where you see that at where do you see that at and i don't know if behind the scenes jerry jerry jones told this bama lie because it seemed like he in his mind he was told you know if things don't shape up the way that we like you know you'll be in there first first thing and he probably was anticipating that as seeing things go downhill and then you know his facial expressions played into that because though it was clear that this bama was not happy when his team yeah started to put together some success not one time did I see this Bama cheering. Not when his team got sacks. Not when Dak Prescott scored a touchdown. Not any juncture of the game was this Bama happy until these Bamas was down 21-3 and it looked like he was about to, there was about to be a changing of the guards come the second half if they couldn't score or put the offense together. And on top of that, the offense did not sputter or have trouble because of Dak Prescott. It wasn't him. Yeah. Dak, Dak made good good plays. I mean, he got a couple balls batted down and stuff like that because of the defense. But for the most part, he played good even in the first half with them uh, before they even scored. He played decent. So it, it, it's, just, it, it, it's just beyond it, it me, killed, though, how this guy It killed them, though, that they got off to that slow start, though. Yeah, so, that's what hurt them. Because that they were way, chasing the whole time where if they could have got out to a better start, like – um, you know, what I mean, maybe it would have been a different result because the defense couldn't get that one stop they needed. But yeah, I mean, overall, like Dak, Dak played well. I mean, he had that one that pick, which I think that was great, a great defensive play. He probably he did his homework as he was all over that. Um, yeah, the little screen, bubble screen, screen yeah. yeah, Michael yeah. Hyde. He told the Michael yeah. Hyde. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but yeah, outside of that, I mean, he was the first rookie quarterback in the Super Bowl era with three touchdowns in the playoffs during the division. So I mean. Uh, he bought, you know, but they, but, but basically the D came to hurt them, which everybody knew was their weakness, but they were never behind Ooh. really this year. So, <laughs> you, say, you say what? Oh, pause that. <laughs> the defense, the defense, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah, came like, to hurt them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay, that was a joke. That was a joke. But uh, but yeah, man. So the defense came back to kill him, and yeah, like what everybody knew all all year, you know, because they never had been really behind all year, so they got the front run. Because it's not like the Packers stopped stopped Zeke. You know what I mean? No. He did his normal thing, and he would have had bigger numbers had the game been closer. You know, or right. they mm-hmm. behind like that. So yeah, it was it was a great game though. At the Great end of the game. day, I, I still believe Romo does not want to be in Dallas to play backup, and nah. and, and and as a in even uh, up how to soon today, should they get rid of him? Well, yeah. the thing is, they just sat. They had the press. Rocky, <laughs> you don't want me, man. With um Garrett, and he was still not committing to uh. That's because that. But I think that's mainly a Jerry Jones thing because yeah, Jerry Jones will allow him to commit to to that because he loves. Tony has a son, man. You can tell. You can see Tony that. Tony the Tiger, dog. And, uh, I'm trying to tell you something happened with them Bams. They did some. 
illegal clandestine activities together <laughs> while this Batman just doing all this extra for Tony Romo. Nah, he just, I, I don't yeah. know. I mean, that was just his guy, man. I just, he just, nah, he dog. He somebody. And he, co- you know, he coaches, he coaches son or his grandson, Steven's son. So sometimes it's just it's just like that. I mean, I, I don't think it's anything more than 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 just that with Romo. And to me, it, this is going to be like an overlooming cloud for Dak, and unless they get rid of him, and to me, it's not even fair. He has the pressure of being a rookie quarterback playing in a in a um, the the divisional playoff game, and then have to worry about possibly yeah. if I don't play well. That's what I'm saying. Coming to the game, that's like and he handled it like a champ, though. Yeah, he did. He he, he handled like a champ. All I was telling, been, especially yeah. since he's been healthy, right? Been exactly. For weeks. I told I told Aaron the other day. I was just like, the fact that he was he had this type of pressure on him made him a much better quarterback because that made him have to like make sure he do his due diligence, make sure he be in the film room, make sure he watch tape, like you know what I'm saying, and prepare because he had a Bama looming over his shoulders that really shouldn't have been looming over his shoulders given his numbers and and what he accomplishes yet. But it's just, I mean, young, it's, this is, it's a high, this is the side that we live in, yeah. I mean, Dak to me right now seems very unappreciated for what he did for the Cowboys. And very the unappreciated. Yeah. Very unappreciated. Um, uh, going over to uh, speaking about appreciation, uh, and I said earlier we was going to talk about this. Antonio Brown, after the Steelers win against the Kansas City Chiefs, which was a, a great game too as well. Um, I just couldn't stay up to 11 o'clock to finish that joke because my eyes got heavy. But it still was a great game. It still was a good game for for the most part, much of it that I watched. And Antonio Brown after the game is on Facebook Live, and he's recording room. this in the locker room, Facebook Live, and in the gym. They hype, yeah, yeah, we got the W, blah blah blah. So it goes yeah. to a point where I guess the coach comes into the locker room, and they're like kind of in the back of the locker room, but the coaches you can't see the coach, but you can hear him in the background. And this coach Tomlin, he basically makes these comments about the Patriots being a holes, what and how they about to, you know, what I'm saying they the Patriots. They're going to touch down in New England, you know, four o'clock in the morning. They're going to whoop their A or whatever. So, uh, what are you talking about, man? The Bama is recording this whole thing on Facebook Live. And Jean was stupid. So, after after Tomlin's comments at the end, he's like, all right, keep a low profile, stay off of social media. Don't do, you know what I'm saying? Don't do nothing stupid. This is Coach Tomlin saying this. And this Bama. Antonio Brown has the Facebook live camera up and he's like, man, forget that Batman dog. We live or whatever. Like basically like just saying, forget it. Like who cares? You know what I'm saying? And maybe it wasn't him directly or somebody around who was like, man, ain't nobody listening to that. Like we're just going to do what we want to do. And it's stupid. And it just put the team in a bad, a bad space. Now Tomlin, Tomlin got to feel questions about this and Tomlin end up saying something that potentially could be taken the wrong way, depending on how Antonio Brown' mind is. But he says something to the likes of great players. You know, this is how you see great players go from team to team and be moved off of teams because of stuff like this. And what Antonio Brown did was foolish and inconsiderate. And it's like, but Antonio Brown is the best receiver maybe the, the Steelers ever had. And then this is another distraction that they got to deal with before they play the New England Patriots. 
who you know is about that business. Yeah, I it's mean, a bad look. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not a good look. Like, like <laughs> the Bama was so he was so into what he was doing. Like, I don't even really think he knew. Like, it was like he didn't even know what was going on. Like, he In was a background. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like. You know how when Bama's be so dusted, like they be in a, a world of their own at the party, like you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you don't realize what's going on around you. Like that's how Dude. caught up he was in the Facebook Live. Bama's get the wrecking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah, he, he was, he was, he was like way gone. He was gone, man, in his own world, trying to get his his followers up. You know what I mean? With the new generation, dog, it be all about the branding. So you know they they worry about their brands. And what's going on with that, and, and kind of sometimes the team stuff take a take a back seat to that, and that's that. That was just another example. But it Crazy. ain't nothing you really could do. He one of your top players. I mean, the best receiver in the league. I mean, so so, so how do you discipline him? What do you do? I you mean, probably, you maybe find him or something like that. For the first game next year. What? I would probably just find him. I probably would just find him personally. Dog, but this is the thing. Tom Tomlin is now in a, a situation where, like, whatever he does is going to get scrutinized. But you heard what he said, though. He said that we're not going to do anything that hurt the team. So basically, he's not going to send him for this playoff game. Cause that'll just be dumb. That's yeah, that was never. I, that was out the question. You know what I mean? I don't think he considered that for one. Nah, second. dog. <laughs> but nah, he might have, dog. He nah, might have. Nah, 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 no, no, dog. I'm no, trying to. Aaron, you trying to? You trying Antonio, to establish? Antonio listen, Brown has. Uh, in a, he's tied to NFL records. Listen, hundred yard receiving listen, games. He's I hear that. In a, in a but, no, no, no. What I'm saying is, if sometimes I'm just saying sometimes. Sending a message, maybe this is only goes 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 the other for the other side. But sometimes to send a message, it's it requires some sacrifice, and it could be a sacrifice of that magnitude in time order up. to sta- send a message. What? Time I up, wouldn't do it. Go ahead. It's Aaron, about winning championships. That's what NFL is about. That's what they tell you every day. The only thing is winning. They already questioning Mike Tomlin's pedigree as far as being a head coach. He has a chance to go to the Super Bowl. You think he's going to F that up by benching Antonio Brown? That person is not sold out to be a part of this team. It is more about them than it is about the team. I cannot play with them. Cannot win with them. I don't, I don't coach care if Antonio them. Brown did the American Skype joint. I wouldn't sit him. He, I would, <laughs> you, you playing. <laughs> we're, going, we're going to no, but, check a little but bit. Yeah, but you got you got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. I mean, I think Thomas is a great motivator. And I wouldn't be surprised if he took he took Antonio Brown in the room and was like, young, you got to make this up to me, young. You got to go out here and you got to cook. And you got you to gotta make this up to the team. You know what I'm saying? Because now you created a distraction. You need to go out this zone. You need to make sure you had two touchdowns for 200 yards. So this is not even a, this is not an issue. Yeah. Because that's the only way you really quiet critics. Because I feel like if, yeah. if you go into this game and for whatever reason, there's like, you know, it doesn't look, it doesn't look like there was any type of, uh, um, what do you call it? Punishment or something like that? Get to Antonio Brown or and and they go in this show and they lose this game. No, I don't think you're gonna have to worry about AB getting out. I, I don't think you know. What I mean, I know Belichick. You know he can scheme up and take away your best, but really they need to be trying to take away Le'Veon. So I don't really think that this is gonna be too much they could do 
about Antonio Brown. And I really think that the, the, the defense is really uh, has been inflated, um, you know, for New England. They haven't really – they played against one top-notch quarterback all year, and they got smoked. That was when Seattle and Russell Wilson came to New England and carved them up. They haven't really played – the schedule worked out where they really haven't played against no type of quarterbacks all year. So, like, I think the defense, yeah. is, personally, I think it's inflated. And I think that, you know what I mean, the Steelers definitely, if you can't beat New England this year, then then Ben Roethlisberger's finished winning Super Bowls and they never going to beat them. Well, that's definitely going to be an interesting game to watch, though. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Atlanta Falcons beat the Seattle Seahawks. Sorry, Shaq Daddy. Just how it goes, bro. Uh, yeah. Kyle Shanahan's future. Is he going to coach the 49ers, yeah? They so, offered him the job just now. So right. it looks like he is going to be the head coach of the 49ers. If I was him, I would not go to the 49ers. Ah, dog. But I would not go to that, coach. John. So he kind of got history there. So, I mean. Yeah, yeah but the- and they Dude, gonna, they, gonna, their roster is doo doo. He gonna be there. I think they know if they hire him, he there for four years or five years. You know what I mean? That's just is what it is because they didn't already messed up too much stuff in San Fran. So I think he kind of got leverage. And as far as and he gonna get the bread, so they gonna get his Bama everything. He gonna be football operations and everything. Like they just they desperate. 49ers is in. A Aaron, bad. What you, what you about to say, Aaron? About the about Kyle going there. No, just that his dad coached there uh, prior. And I just uh-huh. feel like he's one of those guys that doesn't like authority too much. He doesn't like being the office coordinator. I think he wants to be the guy. And so I think he would have taken any job um, available. That's right. You already know. <laughs> I, 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 I just think this is going to be a bad move. Because I, I think the 49ers upper management is not good. And that's why they had the issues that they have. It's Bruh. As a coach, when I mean, you have upper management, that's a problem. At some point, it's going to either early on in the season. or I mean, look at Chip Kelly. It didn't take long. I mean, you already knew he's passed. But, I mean, you had you had a good thing going. They had a good thing going. And they ruined that. Had Jokers in a prime retiring. In their prime at 26 years old and 27 years old, retiring from the NFL. They were just done. Like... That's something to be said about that. I mean, you got. Let's think about this, though, D. Like, we know Kyle Shanahan, he's young. If he get, if he did not, if it didn't work out there, he's going to get another job some point. So why not? You know, it could. And if you turn him around, you're going to be looked at as like, yo, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. If he turns him around, he's the man. But if he don't, he's going back to office of coordinator. He will, which he can do just fine. (laughs) But he'll get another head coaching job eventually again because we already know how it goes. So, like, and he going to get bread. He going to get the bread now. Going from Atlanta to San Fran. It's going to be a rude awakening. Going from Wendy, going from uh, Houston. He's also going from maybe maybe 100K to $5 million a year. Like, let's let's just act like money don't be mattering. You know what I'm saying? That's true. He going to get ready. But when he get dumped in that ice bath of reality, he gonna be he gonna have twenty mil in the bank and dumped in the ice bag. He gonna he gonna be twenty million dollars. Yeah, he hold on to it. Uh, so we got we got these matchups this week. Uh, I don't even know the spreads. Somebody pull the spreads up for the. Uh, I mean, at this point, games. at this point in the season, we should just be picking a winner because we just trying to say who gonna you know. Yeah. Okay, who gonna win though? Who gonna win Patriots it? or the Steelers? Oh. Bang, bang. 
and, I, I thought you was going to pick quick. Like, you, you was like, oh, I mean. Honestly, honestly, <laughs> this is what it is. In my heart, <laughs> deep down in my heart, I want the Steelers to win. But? It'll be a glorious, <laughs> it'll be a glorious Sunday if the Steelers were to beat the Patriots. I'm just putting that out there. But reality-wise, I just feel like the Patriots are going to win. Then they're going to the Super Bowl. That's that's how I feel. But if somehow, some way, the Steelers were to able to beat the Patriots, oh my, it'd be lovely. But I got I got the pass though. I got the pass. Give me Pittsburgh. I think this game is going to be the best game of the weekend. And I think it's going to be intense the entire way out. And I'm going with, as much as I don't want to go with them. Sorry, Will. What? I know Pittsburgh Steelers is your boys, but I have to go with the New England Patriots to get this W. Aaron? Aaron? I'm going Pittsburgh. Like Jeff said, Pittsburgh hasn't played. I mean, New England hasn't played anybody this year. They went through a stretch where they played 49ers, Jets, Rams. Trash, it's just like, <laughs> but people didn't see that because everybody was so busy slicing Tom Brady's MVP candidacy. Right. But this schedule was terrible this year. And after seeing how they played against Houston, they <laughs> definitely looked beatable. So um, if Houston had a quarterback, they would have been out last yeah, year. So I'm in Pittsburgh. That is true. All right. That's two, two on man. two. Basketball. Ridiculous. We got it. Atlanta Falcons. Versus the Green Bay Packers in Atlanta. I got Atlanta. Red hot Aaron Rodgers. I got Atlanta. The red hot Matt, Matty Ice. I just feel like, you know what I feel like this year is for for Matt Ryan? I feel like this is the season like that Joe Flacco had. Like this be his one and done type of deal. Like he probably would never do this. Flacco ain't had that regular season that Matt Ryan had, so you can't. But what I mean (laughs) is, what I mean is, well, this is what I mean. You talking about his playoff run where he just the playoff run and just having a a season where you just play out of your mind, like because leading up to this, Matt Ryan's been a he's been a, a good quarterback, but not like this level, this late in his career. You know what I'm saying? I felt like. This probably won't happen again next year, especially if Kyle Shanahan leaves. I don't think it's going to happen again. But I just feel like this year could be Matt Ryan's year to get a chip. That's just how I feel. And I feel like Atlanta's offense is crazy. And I think their defense is just good enough. Right. You know what I'm saying? To make stops and, and for them to win the game against Green Bay. That's that's. Just, I think they can go back and forth with Green Bay in terms of scoring. I think mm-hmm. they can definitely outscore Green Bay. Yeah. Now, I want to go with Atlanta, too. And so I'm going to go with Atlanta. And I, I, it's going to be close. I think Green Bay will, will be in much of this game. But I just think that Green Bay's defense will not be able to stop the onslaught of all the weapons that Atlanta has at their disposal. And Kyle Shanahan, I have to get a man credit, though. This Bama scheming has been ridiculous. Scheme ridiculous. Like, I mean, some of the schemes they was running against Seattle, I was just trying to be like, Shaq was trying to argue his his point about, I'm like, no, dog. Them Bama's just got out coach. It's no, they, he he picked the wrong man because the scheme was drawn up for him to pick the wrong man. And that's why they scored. Like, it's just that simple. Yeah, they were stacking like the they receivers got, so they couldn't bump they, a runner. They did everything that you want to do versus the Seattle Seahawks to win. And they executed. And Bama's caught passes and Matt Ryan threw passes. And they just, they utilized the running game in the past, the play action, everything. Bootlegs, they pulled everything out the hat and really just put Seattle on their heels and they just could never get back into it. So 
uh, I I anticipate that um, the Atlanta Falcons will will do one thing. Even though I know that the Atlanta Falcons have been playing well, even without Julio at times, I think Julio is still a big major factor oh, yeah. uh, in this game. And if this game comes down to because despite like despite uh what's with Muhammad Sanu and all these other dudes. To me, they're front runner type dudes. Like when the team is winning, then they get more energy and be hype. You know what I'm saying? But but those guys, were, find those guys were cooking though. Man, Julio was out with the with the. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm saying they was cooking when Julio was out because they had like the confidence level was high. Like they had already like kind of moved in a position where they they already had they had like a two score lead and it was just you know what I'm saying they everything was going in their favor. I don't know if they're facing adversity and you need them to make plays if the, the, the other guys can do it. I mean, they have throughout this season. I just don't know if it'll continue in a, in a, in a game that's, you know, yeah. has this much, uh, you know, a game of this magnitude. But we'll see. I'm going with Atlanta. Aaron, Jeff, who y'all going with? I got Atlanta. I mean, I, yeah, I just think that, uh, I mean, I had Atlanta going to the bowl anyway. Um, so I mean, obviously, it's nothing that they did in that one game change, changes <laughs> changes my mind on that. So um, yeah, I just I just think they um, they too much offensively. I think they got enough um, with pass rush, and they actually have an explosive pass rusher that uh, Dallas didn't have. Um, so I, I think that like like D said, uh, the it, the defense it'll be enough to get get it, get the job done. I think Vic Beasley will probably have a sack and a half, maybe two. So yeah, yeah. Because yeah, Harold reminds us every fine. week, Vic Beasley. I told y'all, Vic Beasley. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wanted Vic Beasley so bad in the draft. Yeah. Though. I wanted that Bama Vic Beasley so bad, young, and now this Bama frying. Yeah. I'm like dang, young, but. I, it's going to be a good game too That's just going to be a shootout um, But I think at the end of the day Atlanta will, will will reign supreme Or should reign supreme in that game But I guess you can never count out Aaron Rodgers uh, He taught us that this week Because I was for sure Dallas was going to get that W All the Dallas Cowboy fans They all sad now Been trolling Redskins fans all year long And now they on the couch with us With the fishing rods in their hands So <laughs> It's a beautiful thing. Beautiful Aaron, thing. Aaron Shout out. Make it, Aaron didn't make his pick yet. The football acumen telling me that the Falcons should win, but my gut is telling me don't bet against Aaron Rodgers the rest of this year. So I'm going to go with my gut and take Green Bay. <laughs> think you're going to uh, be get, having a talk to your gut after this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, those are the games. Those are the games. And... Is it, was it, what else is going on, dog? The Caps, they just got their nine-game winning streak ended by the Pittsburgh Penguins. Have we been uh, on since uh, our OC nine. took a job, a head coaching job in LA? Nah. Oh, nah, we haven't, dog. Dog, we don't have no coaches on the squad right now. <laughs> Why coaches? <laughs> Kavanaugh? Nobody wants Kavanaugh? What's that Batman name? Kavanaugh? Kavanaugh? Rob Ryan? Doo-doo. Had an interview? Yeah. Rob Ryan? Rob Ryan? No, dog. That Bama can't coach my fantasy squad. Get him out of here. Can't do it. Can we find no Shady Bob? You gonna have to. If we get Rob Ryan, dog, that Bama defense is is couch pillows out there on the field, dog. Punches just throw all had. day, run all day. Like, why are we in a situation that we're in? Why doesn't anybody want to coach it? 
It's ridiculous. That's a good, good, good question. Why do not people want to come in? What? Players what? or coaches. Bro, what are you yeah, talking about, it. man? No. <laughs> Wait, where where the coaches at? Where the players at? And why don't they want to come here? Why? Well, I'm gonna tell you right now what's gonna be the true testament when free agency hits, because you guys got some key free agents. We're gonna see if they're gonna want to stay or leave. Yeah. Deshaun's going to LA. That's a fact. I have no doubt in my mind. Ninety five percent Deshaun's going to the rank. Oh, Sean McVay. Y'all see the uh, the, the uh, press conference with that Bama? Talk about his his family, friends, f- family, friends with, with uh, the Grudens. That's how he got hired. On, I man. couldn't believe he said that on national TV, though. Yeah, I was about to say, oh, he said that? Like, But I guess after your success and you got the job, I mean, who cares at that point? Yeah, I mean, because they don't even know him all now. The Mavericks don't even know nothing about him. We don't know nothing about him. The Bama yeah. just popped on the scene. An old coordinator, what? Or, or at twenty-seven, he been From doing tight ends coach. When Jay Gruden, yeah. if you remember Jay Gruden's NBC, uh, when the day he got hired, he went on with NBC, and they told him, yeah. And so we heard Sean McVay is your offensive coordinator. He's staying on because he was here with Shanahan, the tight ends yeah. coach. And Jay was like, oh, well, I didn't know that. Well, congratulations to Sean. So this is one of those what? Bruce Allen. Like buddy buddy type joints where he just moved on up, I guess, because of the relationship with his father, his grandfather. That's right. Yeah. You already know. Well, I mean, like you said, he he proved like thus far, at least as a as an offensive coordinator, we're gonna see about head coach. But yeah, that's another. He proved piece. like it was the right. He move. competent. Yeah, he yeah. competent. He's so young. But I'm, but I'm trying to tell you, doesn't always lead to success at the head coach. It um, doesn't. Position. Yeah, that. And that's the issue that the league has is whoever has the best X's and O's at coordinators, offensive and defensive, usually tend to get be the next guy up. But that doesn't have anything to do with leading a football team and getting wins. That's right. the difference, man, leading the team. Yeah. I'm just going to be tackling up high. And like, it's just so much stuff that goes into Yeah, man. I, He's only 30. It's people on the team older than him. Like, how are you going to tell somebody that's older than you like, how are you going to check somebody like that in the locker room? You're not. And the not, younger players are going to be watching that to see, like, how yeah. he handles guys that are older hey, than him. Hey, guys, uh, we got a curfew tomorrow. They're going to be like, hey, what? You got a curfew, dog. I'm a grown man. Don't talk to me like that. I will open hand smack you. I will open hand smack you back here, dog. I'm going to in the locker room. That was going to be shook like, okay. Like, yeah, cut my playing time, dog. I'm trying to feed my family. I'm going to be scared. He better hire some security or some some ex-football player bodyguards out there jumping yeah, there being forces. Yeah, he has to really, you know what I'm saying, like, almost like, um, I mean, he's not, he wasn't a player, but remember how, like, when A.V. Johnson in, in the NBA became the, the Spurs head coach, but he was a player, and all that joking and laughing and stuff that he was doing as a player, he couldn't do it as a coach no more because he had to get the players' respect. Like, right. they're the same age, so the, the natural tendency to want to, like, Act like a thirty-year-old, he can't do it. Yeah, like, like I was forty-five out that joint. You know what I'm saying? I, like, he, yeah, I was going to say though. I was going to say the benefit of the Rams though. They they're one of the younger teams. You know, they, they, don't, they don't have a ton of like, mm-hmm. like you said, like the old, oh, 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 hey, a couple Bamas, yeah. but yeah, like all their best players, the star Bamas is all young. 
So, I mean, that's that's yeah. a benefit for him. But, yeah, he's still going to have yeah. to command He's going to have to pepper his beard, dog. Get the little just for man pepper, Joe. Put a little silver in that, Joe. Put some silver Yeah, put a little silver in that, Joe. Just do something, dog. I'm going to have to do something, but... Dang, we don't got no coaches, though. Who are D- in D.C. right now? Nobody. And Kavanaugh, that Bama is trash. It's too early. Once, once it's, 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 it's going to get it's bad, all gonna shake out. It's all going to shake out by February. When when, when the Super Bowl's mm-hmm. over, that's when you're really going to see the villain and Dylan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, That is... All we got on tap, young Are You getting shots up tonight? Already. Man, I can't. On Tuesdays. About to start. Oh no, dog. Trying to take care of my body, dog. But that's um. Be, uh... <laughs> is it? I need to get on a bike first, dog, and just do a little light pedaling and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like you was uh, uh, crippled or something. Like you got to walk. He the most in shape one in this whole podcast. Hey, so he be acting nah, like he's ninety-seven years old. Nah, dog. <laughs> oh uh, yeah. Uh, follow us at BOK Sports Nine Eighty on Instagram, uh, iTunes, SoundCloud. Go on that jump. Leave a comment. Say this is the best podcast you ever heard in your life. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Your neighbors. All that good stuff. Just share the content. Share the show, um, you know, and, and follow us. You know, you can tweet us. You know, if you're on IG and stuff, we're gonna respond back. Um, you know, to 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 stuff that y'all put out there, and that is my word. Mm. So we ain't got nothing else. Until next time, holla! If you're an artist in the DMV or wherever, and you want your sound to be heard through our podcast. Sending your tracks to BOKSports980 at gmail.com. BOKSports980 is looking for artists we can showcase on our show. Whether you do rap, R&B, trap, boom, bap, slap, go-go, or whatever genre of music you're into. If you want a chance to have your music heard on our show, send us a copy to BOKSports980 at gmail.com. All material will be reviewed and a decision will be made if your track will be played on February 29th. We are a sports show, so sports references are encouraged. It is also a must that you give a clean version of your song. If your song is selected, we'll also have you as a guest on our show. So send us your music for your chance to be featured on our podcast. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me. How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about Let me speak. How does that feel? How does that feel?